This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Bruchem Abam, welcome everyone, Shem Aleichem. Bruchem Abam to the Kailal Agra de Pirka, National Monday Shir. We have an amazing topic today, Lekava Chanukah, Freil Chanukah everyone. Parshas Miketz. So, in honor of our upcoming trip to North Africa, to Morocco, we're going to speak about a city in Morocco. So you say, okay, that's very nice. You're going to speak about a city in Morocco. Well, what's it got to do with Hanukkah? Why do I need to hear about it? No, you need to hear about this. Because this is a Hanukkah share. And it's about an, a remarkable city in Morocco that is very much connected to the Yom Tif of Hanukkah. Um, Morocco, as we spoke about on Friday began as a Torah community from the episode of the Arba Shvuyim, of the four captives, where Rabbi Nechushia was ransomed to Tunis, to what is today Tunisia. But uh, today we're going to learn about a city which is somewhat in northeast Morocco. And uh, we know that Morocco has many of many imperial cities, we have Casablanca on the sort of northwest coast, Marrakesh, Rabat, Meknes, Tangier is a port city. But if you look at my icon, there's a city in the northeast of Morocco. It's called Debdo. And that is the subject of today's shir relative to the Yom Tif of Hanukkah. Before we begin, I um, want to let everybody know, Be'ez Hashem, Lekavod uh, Chanukah. There's a new sefer that we're working on on Chinuch, on Chinuch Habanim, various eitzos from Chazal to be successful in raising children, various segulays, various tefillays. If anybody wants to be mishtatef, Lekavod the Yamtuf of Chanukah, please let us know. Also, we're working on the Haggadah in English, so if anybody would like to participate, please contact us. Okay, we begin. There's a Sefer, a very nice uh, two-volume set called Chachme Morocco by Rav Shimon Sar Shalom. And on page 129, he brings the city of Debdo that resides in northeast Morocco is renowned for its beautiful landscape and topography. It's surrounded on all sides with orchards, blossoming orchards, fields of amber grain. The road that leads to Debdo passes through various streams and springs. On three of its sides, it's surrounded by majestic mountains that come wintertime, they are covered in a layer of white-capped snow. And somebody who beholds the view of the route and the ascent to Debdo is overcome with great feeling and one cannot help but proclaim Marabu Masach Hashem. So this is the city of Debdo in the northeast of Morocco. Let's see if we can make this a little bit bigger here. You have um, on the map, it's east of Fez, east of Meknes, uh, toward the northeast coast um, of Morocco. 
However, for the Jewish community of Debdo, the unique quality of the city is that the population, the Jewish population of the city of Debdo, is special in its kind. Roiv Yehude Debdo Hayu Kaihanim. The majority of the people of the city are Kaihanim. Not just regular Kaihanim, Miuchasim Biyoiser. Kaihanim of the purest lineage. Not only that, Mitzatsov Shalarenakain. From the progeny of Aaron. So you say, well, how could you be Kayan if you don't come from Aaronakain? Well, we'll see. All Kaihanim are created equal, some are more equal than others. So the Kaihanim of Debdo of, are, are of uh, very special lineage. So this comes from the Sefer Chachme Morocco. Uh, this was a Sefer that my friend Gedali Schwartz got me about five years ago. Um, there's a Sefer, at least, I think, um, two Svarim. That were written just on the city of Debdo. One of the name, one of the psalm is called Yachas Debdo Hachadash by Rebellio Rafael Marciano. Now, Marciano sounds like an Italian name, but it's more than an Italian name. Marciano is really a name of Kohanim. Now, the first thing we have to uh, learn is the origins of Debdo. So we we learned that the majority of the population were Kohanim. Okay, but where do they come from? So in the Sefer, Yachas Debdo HaChadash, he brings the community of Seville. Seville was, of course, a famous city in Spain, where your barber came from. No, but Seville was a very a renowned city in Spain. One of the great Rishonim came from Seville. The Ritva, the Ritva is Rabenu Yomtov Ashevili of Seville. And Seville was called the Jerusalem of Spain. And in Seville, there were mishpachos um, miyuchasos. Um, there were very, uh, very, uh, very families of wondrous lineage. Now. You had holy cities, cities of renowned uh, yichos. So, for example, um, the city of Seville was originated of the Yoshe Yerushalayim. So, this is a very important idea. The Navi Ovadia tells us that when the Jewish people were exiled from Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim. So the Jews of Jerusalem were exiled to Spain. That's why Jews of Spanish origin are of the purest lineage. And of all the families that came to Spain, the ones that were sent to Seville were of the most unique lineage. So the Ibn Ezra, by the way, the Ibn Ezra, and we'll, hopefully we'll speak about this on Friday, the Ibn Ezra wrote a piot, a pizmine for Shabbos Chanukah. It's called Ichlu Mashmanim. We spoke about it last year. Uh, we spoke about different tunes for it. And over the course of the year, uh, many, many, many people sent me Nigunim for Ichlu Mashmanim. So you have the tune that Rabbi Belsky used to sing. 
Or you have a bub of Negan. So you have various Nagunim. This, this, the words were written by Rabbi Avram ibn Ezra, who wrote a kina on the Jews of Andalusia, that's the Jews of the Spanish region. He says, Aha, Yorad Alai Sephorad, Veroish Ekrach, Umar Etzrach, Algolos Ashvilia. So the Ibn Ezra writes, appeared for the Jews that were expelled from Seville, Alei Nisiyim, Ukruim, Beshemos Vechachamea, for their, what, their pure lineage of sages, Vial Atsile, Behem Chalolim, Uvneim, Beshivya. So, I'll tell you a number of families of Spanish families that originated in Seville. You have the family of Abarbanel, the family of Rav David Avudraham, Albilia, David, Gavishon, Kohen Sakili, and that's going to be a very important family because Kohen Sakili were, uh, uh, we're going to see they were Kohanim that came all the way from Tzadik HaKohen. These were the prestigious families that were exiled from Seville. Now there's a strong connection between the Kohanim, the Kohen Sakili, and the, the Kohanim of Debdo. He says, HaKesher Shomeshbachis HaKohen Sakili from Debdo with the Kehila of Seville was mentioned in a letter that was written 300 years ago where the heads of the community of Debdo write to Rabbeinu Yaakov Ibn Sur of Fez speaking about the uh, connection and the origin of the family of the, the Kohanim of Debdo originated in Sevilla. In Savilia. He even brings over here that the holy name of Tzadik HaKoyen accompanies the progeny of the Kohanim that were exiled from Spain. The, the Gematria of Sakili is equal to Tzadok. So Sakili is Gematria 200. And Sadoik is also Gematria 200. So the family of Kohen Sakili were uh, originated, not, they're not just Kohanim, but they're Kohanim from Sadoik HaKohen. So the, these thoroughbred Kohanim who originated in Jerusalem, who came to Seville, they ultimately came to the city of Debdo in um, in Morocco. Now what's interesting is that Debdo was sometimes called Seville. Seville was called Jerusalem because the residents of Jerusalem were exiled to the city of Seville. So in the Sefer Chachmei Morocco he brings in the year Hey Alafim Kuf Nun Aleph. Now what year is Hey Alafim Kuf Nun Aleph? This is a very important year in the Jewish calendar. It's a very tragic year in the Jewish calendar. It's the year 1391. We've learned many times that if you want to translate a Jewish date into a secular date, you add the year 1240. So Kuf 91 is 151. You add 1240 to it, it gets you to 1391. 1391 is one of the most tragic years in the Jewish calendar. We're used to thinking about 16, 
1649. We're, we're, we're accustomed to thinking about 1492. But one of the most tragic years in the Jewish calendar was 1391. What happened in 1391? Out of the 600,000 Jews that lived in Spain, approximately 300,000 Jews were forcibly baptized and they converted to Christianity. This is a very terrible uh, tragedy in Jewish history. This is something that never happened to Ashkenazic Jewry, but it did happen to Sephardic Jewry, where you had hundreds of thousands of conversions. In that year, the, the Jews of Seville, of Spain, they experienced terrible oppression, they experienced murder, plundering, and one of the great Sadikim of Seville, his name was Rav David HaKoyen, he left Spain. So where did he come? He came to Morocco. And this Rabbi David HaKoyen, again we're talking in the year 1391, we're talking over 600 years ago. He comes to the desert, he sticks his staff in the sand dunes, and the, those Jews who had accompanied him watched in astonishment that as he stuck his staff into the soil, into the sand, all of a sudden, a spring, a, a living spring, emanated out of the staff in the ground, a mayim chayim, and Rav David HaKoyin saw in this, Menashamayim, that this is where he should settle, and he sent to his brethren, other Kaihanim in Seville and in Spain, that they should come develop this region, and so it was. The city of Debdo always had a majority of Kaihanim Meyuchasim, all the way from Tzadok HaKoyin. They were always careful not to marry into any other families, even Kaihanim who were not Meyuchas. They only intermarried, they only married within each other. <coughs> so you say, why are you talking about this? Are you trying to get me to come to Morocco? First of all, yes. Absolutely. You should come with us next Monday to Morocco to learn about your history, the history of your people, where Hashem exiled the Jewish people and how Torah developed everywhere. But actually, I do have some other um, redeeming intentions in speaking about this topic, and that is because I want you to know how Hanukkah was celebrated in the city of Debdo. You say, why would Hanukkah be celebrated any, any different in the city of Debdo than anywhere else in the world? Well, this is very important. Because since they were all Kaihanim from Tzadok HaKoyen, and they were from the family of the Kaihanim, who through them created the miracle of Hanukkah, to the city of Debdo, Hanukkah was the greatest Yom Tif of the whole year. So they had special customs there. In the city, in the Sefer, Ir HaKoyhamnim Debdo of Rabbi Elio Rafal Marciano. Now this is a bit different than the city Yachas Debdo HaChadosh of Rabbi Elio Rafael uh, of Marciano. No, no, this is, a, that, this is the, that Sefer. We're going to come to a different Sefer in a moment, uh, let me see if I could find some of the names of the Kaihanim that live there. But Marciano was one of the uh, well-known names of uh, the Kohanim. He 
he brings that Noagula Harbois Besimcha Uvmacholam Biyam Aleph Uvyam Ches Shalchanaka. They had a minog to increase their simcha and their the various foods that they ate on the first and eighth day of Chanukah. On the first night of Chanukah, they read Megillas Antiochus. So interesting. We spoke last week that in most communities they do not have the custom to read Megillas Antiochus. We spoke about that the reason for that would be somewhat antithetical to Chanukah. We spoke about the idea that the reason why we have a Megillah on Purim is because in times of Purim there were still Nevi'im among the Jewish people. In times of Chanukah it was after the cessation of Nevuah. And in fact, Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld said, Chanukah is Rashi Tevois, Ches Nevi'im, Vav Kesuvim, and the five books of the Chumash. The Chanukah reflects the idea that we cannot add on to the Torah Shabbat There are only eight prophets, six scriptures, and five Five Megillos, He is the five Megillos, or Chanu Chaf He. There are 24 books of Tanakh, and they stopped when they got to the 25th book, meaning Megillos Antiochus. But of all places, if there's one place in the world they're going to read Megillos Antiochus, it's in the city of Debdo, the city of the Kaihanim. Now, why did they celebrate Dafka day one and day eight? You know, the Maril brings down a custom of those who did not do Malacha on day 1 and day 8, that there is a special quality of Yom Tif on the first day of Hanukkah and the 8th day of Hanukkah. In fact, Ibn Yisachar writes that Vayar Elohim Es Ha'ar Ki Toiv On the word Toiv, the test has four Tagim, indicating four times nine is 36, representing the 36 hours that the original light of creation was active on. We know that when HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world, He created a special light, and that light was ultimately uh, stowed away for the tzaddikim, but that light lasted 36 hours. That's indicated by the tess of Toiv that has four tagim on it. And then the, then the Bnei Yisachar says, the Vav and the Bez, which is eight, corresponds to the eight days of Hanukkah. But Hanukkah is broken up into two parts. You have Vav, you have six days, and you have Bez. Bez is day one and day eight. So as, as special as Hanukkah is, there is a unique quality of day one and day eight. So in the city of De- Debdo, they ate special foods on day one and day eight, and they read Megillas Antiochus. Now... The city of Debdo, their status of Koyhanim was halachically recognized. So in the Sefer, Koyvetz Galyonois Meireach Nichayach of Rebron Yosef Chaim Masud Abu Chatzera, he brings that firstly, not only did they eat special foods on day one and day eight, not only did they read Megillah Santiyaches, the Minog in Debdo is to say, Hallel Shalem every single night of Hanukkah. They would say Gambalelas Hanukkah Hallel Shalem without a bracha, like on Pesach. Zman Gula And they had a tradition that this minog was a very ancient minog, going back to the times of the Chashmanam during the miracle of Hanukkah. Very interestingly. In the Sefer Koyvetz Gol he brings over here 
a letter that somebody wrote to Rav Gamliel Hakoin Rabinovich, who is the nephew of the uh, Rosh Hashiva of the Yeshiva Shar Shamayim. He brings over here that we know the great Segula of Birchas Kaihanim, and he brings that Hagoin Rabin Sion Mutsafi writes about it, and he quotes then the Sefer Yisrael Saba about the about the Baba Sali. He brings that in the region where the Baba Sali lived in Taflilat, of Morocco, there were no Kaihanim, right? So you know sometimes you go to a shul, there are no Kaihanim. So could you imagine a city that the majority of the city were Kaihanim? I mean, that's uh, pretty amazing to have a city that the majority of the city were Kaihanim. We even have... Um, that in, in Debdo, there were a few hundred Kaihanim. So, but in Taflilat, in Morocco, there were no Kaihanim. So Rabbi David went, went to Debdo, which was quite a travel, quite a journey, to go from Taflilat. Here, let's see, I'll show you on your map where Taflilat was. I believe it's over here, you see that? So Taflilat is southwest of Morocco. See, he's got to bring Kaihanim from Debdo to Taflilat. Rab David brought one coin from Debdo for the mitzvah of Pidyan Aben and Birchas Kaihanim. The name of the coin was Rebeliahu HaKoyin. And the only thing was, this Rebeliahu HaKoyin uh, wasn't very learned. So Rab David taught him Torah and he became a big Talmud Chacham. And and uh, Rav David loved this Rebbe Yochanan so much. Rav David married his daughter Chana, and the Baba Sali treated Rabbanit Chana with a lot of honor because she was uh, the wife of Rav David, and because she was a Kohenes, she was a Bas Kohen. So from here we see uh, number one how important Berchas Kayanim is that they sent an emissary from Taflilat to bring the Kayin from Debdo. And also we see from here that the Kayhanim of Debdo were considered to be of the purest lineage. Again, where did they come from? They emanated from Seville. And um, from Seville, they really originally came in, uh, they originally came from Yerushalayim. Okay. Here he brings that in in the year 1391, like we mentioned earlier, um, we know that the uh, the Muslims conquered the Iberian Peninsula in the eighth century, and the Christians were always trying and vying to get back the Iberian Peninsula, and ultimately. They went on an effort called Reconquesta. But originally in 1391, um, they were quite successful in converting hundreds of thousands of Jews. So that was the first, that was the first Girush in 1391 of many, many Jews who lived in Spain. Otherwise they would have to uh, forcibly convert.
Let's see. Now, in the Sefer, Ir HaKoyhanim Debdo, he brings that there were three unique qualities of the residents of Debdo. He says, Shalosh Tchunois Miuchadois Es Kehilas Debdo Ben Kol Kehilas Morocco. First of all, they were a city of Koyhanim Miuchasim. Number two, most of the residents of the city were Jewish. So aside from the fact that it was a city of, of Kaihanim Yuchasim, most of the people that lived in the city were Jewish. And third of all, they wore special clothing in Debdo. Uh, for example, their necklines, their collars were embroidered, their sleeves were embo- embroidered, and uh, they did not wear the same clothing as the Goyim. Um, also, they didn't even wear the same clothing as other Jews of the region. So they sort of had their, they had their own very unique and special levush. Now, the Jewish population of Debdo was two-thirds. So in other words, um, two-thirds of the residents were Jewish. This was the only place in Morocco that had a majority Jewish populations, uh, population. Now, in um, when France conquered Morocco in the beginning of the 20th century, so uh, many, many Jews left uh, Debdo. Um, but even so, it was the center, the the most important city for Jews in Morocco, and the Jews of Mar- of Debdo were very strong, healthy and courageous. And they suffered less than from the Muslims than in any other city. Let's see over here. That if, um, he brings that if one were to go to the old cemetery in Seville today, most of the Jewish graves were also Kaihanim. So that also substantiates this idea that the Kaihanim of Debdo originated in Seville. In the end of the 18th century, okay, we're talking about uh, the 1780s, 1790s, there were 700 families of Koyhanim in Debdo. That is a very, very high number. You go to Flatbush, Borough Park, Yerushalayim today, I don't know that you're going to have that kind of numbers of Koyhanim. Now here's another amazing thing. <laughs> and I, <laughs> This is a... Pretty outrageous. In the Koyvetz Golyonis Merach Nechayach, they discuss a certain rabbi named Reb David Halevi, and they wonder why did he leave Debdo and go to Fez. So they try to conjecture why he left Debdo, either to learn Tyra from a certain rebbe or because he didn't have enough space over there. But that's not the real reason. You ready for the real reason? The real reason is uh, outrageous. And that is, Levim were not allowed to live in the city of Debdo. Only Kaihanim. If you were Yisrael, they let you live there. But if you were a Levi, you couldn't live there? More than a day. If a Levi lived in the city of Debdo for more than 24 hours, Ha'akalim hargo mebli shaf echad yedei asil lemosil isha Levi. He couldn't, he would die. 
the Levi could not tolerate the uh, climate. <laughs> so, if you want to know why Reb David HaLevi did not stay in the city of Debdo, it's because he was a Levi. Leviim could not remain in the city of Debdo. But the Kaihanim of the city comprised of Kaihanim, like Yerushalayim in the times of the Bayes Rishon and the Bayes <coughs> Sheni. Now the Kohanim of Debdo had the classic characteristics of Kohanim. They were very aristocratic. They were a Kapdonim. And this sort of substantiated their lineage that in fact they were Kohanim. But as mentioned, there were no Levium in the city of uh, the city of Debdo. Now Um, in, the, in the Sefer Chachmei Morako, he brings that the Kaihanim of Debdo had various minhagim that were not practiced anywhere else. For example, on Chanukah, as we mentioned before, they said Halal Sholem without a bracha every single night. This was something that was preserved for hundreds of years from the time that the Beis Hamikdash stood. Many Gedolim from Yushalayim, now listen to this, the Jews in Jerusalem, if they needed a Kayane, they wouldn't trust Kohanim in Yerushalayim or anywhere else in Israel. They would dafka go to Debdo to do Pidyan Aben. Rabbi Migdali Shamikvila has the Pidyan Aben. Ra Kohanim Mikohane Debdo. By the way, there were Gedolim from Israel. They would travel to Debdo to get Berchus, to have uh, Berchus Kohanim. But in the city of uh, Debdo, the Yamtif of Hanukkah, took on a completely different face. Because uh, they just felt a special connection with their brethren who risked their lives to rededicate the Beis HaMikdash. And when they said Al-Anisim, and they got up to the words, Al-Yidei Kohanecha HaKadoshim, their hearts trembled with emotion as they were descendants of those Kohanim. Now, I'm going to tell you the names of some of the uh, Kohanim that come from Debdo. You have the family Sakili, you have Marciano, you have Ben Naim. These families preserved a long lineage of the Kahuna. They were Tamidi Chachamim, Goinim, Sadikim. And we'll end off with one uh, story about one of the particular Kohanim of uh, pure lineage of the city of Debdo. His name was Rabbi Yitzchak ben Naim. He lived about 250 years ago. One time, Rabbi Yitzchak went to the city of Pachimas. That's near Debdo. Let's see if we could, if it's on the map. Mm-hmm. So Debdo is over here. I don't see uh, Pachimas. Guess it didn't make the the list. However, what's interesting is that he was uh, he he visited this uh, city, and he's making his way back, and uh, he's being accompanied by one of his cousins, an Aravi, that they were traveling together. As they're traveling, Rabbi Yitzchak sort of lost the way, and the Arab said, "No, come this way, come this way." And after a while, he realized that uh, he ain't going back to Debdo. 
And <coughs> Rabbi Yitzchak HaKohen, Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Naim, he was batuach that this Arab was going to kill him. He knew he couldn't escape, but at the very least he wanted to ultimately be brought to Kever Yisrael. So what did he do? He started taking out a little piece of paper from his pocket and he wrote on it, this is what's happening to me, I lost my way, I'm from the city of Debdo, I was in Pachimas, I'm accompanied by an Arab, he's going to kill me if you find my body, this is my name, please bury me in the city of Debdo. Days later, Rabbi Yitzchak did not return to his house, they, started, they, they sent the search team after him, and unfortunately they found him dead on the road. But they found his trail of papers, and they were able to identify him and bring him to Kever Yisrael. So it's actually, it's <laughs> quite amazing if you study the Hashgacha of the Golos, where you have cities in Africa that have Koyhanim, that are of purer lineage than people living in Yushalayim. Because people in Yushalayim, for, for, for many of them, they were in the Golos, and then they returned. On the other hand, you have an co- entire community that started off in Jerusalem, went to Seville, and then finally went to Debdo. I don't know that today that this is a city that is visited, or that people go there for Berchus Kaihanim, or for Pidyan Aben, but as little as a hundred years ago, that was still the destination of choice to get your pure Berchus Kaihanim and to get a Kayin to do Pidyan Aben. And in that city, the Yom Tif of Hanukkah has special meaning and special significance, but uh, as we know that the Yom Tif of Hanukkah was performed al yidei kaihanecha hakedoshim. The Maral explains that why was the miracle al yidei kaihanecha hakedoshim? We know that the number seven is the number of teva, nature, but the number eight is lemala minateva. The number eight is always associated lemala minateva. So, for example, bris mila is on the eighth day. Because Mila represents Lamala Manateva. That's why the Yamsuf was split in the merit of Mila. That's why the Kayin Gadol wore eight Begadim in the Mikdash. It's Lamala Manateva. And so to speak, the Heichal, Heichal is Gematria 65. Heyur Cheslamid, 65. Yavan is 66, the Maral says. Yavan is uh, one more than the Heichal. So they ruled over the Heichal. But Koyhein is 75. Koyhein serves as the bridge between 7 and 8. 7 is Teva. 8 is Lamalamana Teva. And Koyhein serves as the bridge between 7 and 8. So the Koyhanim, for posterity, they were always the conduit between the Oilam HaTeva and the Oilam Lamalamana Teva. And therefore Chanukah, which is ultimately the number 8, the transition and the bridge between the number 7 and 8 was Al Yidei Kaihanecha HaKedoshim. So we should be Zoycha, Fahashev Kaihanim Lavoidasam. But as we know, the Yom Tov of Hanukkah is especially associated with the Kaihanim. Okay, Rabbi Say, thanks everybody for joining today. I wish you all Afrelech and Hanukkah, Brachavat Slacha, and have a wonderful day.
Bakhtia, Kaltov. Yes, Bezos Hashem. Okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.